know how y'all doing. What? You all right over here? No, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, just kind of rushing, man. Nah. Um, so you know, my son played fall baseball. So, man, you know how it be sometimes. You know, you want to just be in the stands watching, but you end up coaching. So, you know, let me tell y'all what I what I thought found myself doing. I don't know what I was thinking. So we out there, the kids, you know, they ain't paying attention, listening. So I got them running, and I'm like, if y'all beat me, y'all can stop running. So, <laughs> Didi, now you know we old now. I ain't going to duck nothing. And I get out here. And, <laughs> and then they was like, hey, man, you better stretch the hamstring. Listen, because it will, you will pop that, pull that thing so fast. <laughs> I forgot. I'm, and, you know, it's baseball. So I'm running around the bases. So it, it, it's a, it's not a straight line either. I got to I got to it. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to, I had to show him. I don't know what I was thinking. I sh I shouldn't show them. I was like, I'm gonna have to show y'all the young bucks. But uh, right. and so I, you know, was trying to shower, hurry up, get in here, and that's why I, you know how that is when you take that shower oh, and yeah. you're kind of sweating a little bit. Yeah, because I had to get dressed. I typically don't get dressed after the shower. I gotta cool off. But anyway, I'm here. Well, welcome, 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 welcome. How y'all? How you been, Drina? Good. How y'all been? Tired. It's only Tuesday. It is only Tuesday. <laughs> it's only Tuesday. Oh my God, it's crazy. Right. But, uh, we got a good show tonight, and I want to jump on in it because we got a panel tonight. I'm so excited to hear from our guests coming on. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and introduce the Breaking Barriers podcast for those who are not familiar with us, who have not joined us before. Welcome. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, leave a comment, like, share. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Hey, Courtney. But I will introduce my amazing co-host first before we start this show and get into our amazing topics. I will start off with the man on here sweating, <laughs> Mr. Adrian Taylor, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. GC. Hey. A.k.a. Hey, man. I still got it poppy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we have our Southern Belle, Miss Drina, a.k.a. Drina Dream. AKA. Drina finds out. Yes, you know something. She's going to find out for you. Okay. Oh, man. She done found out something else that we don't know about you. Listen, no, no, no. <laughs> and then we have our host with She Always Got the Most going on, Miss Dee Dee, Miss AKA. The Core Queen. AKA. I'm here, y'all. I'm here. <laughs> By Red, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I did a podcast last night. Shout out to the Hear Me Out podcast. My boy T Springs, comedian. I'm a shout him out. He got a show this weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina with Ryan Davis. If you're not familiar with the comedian Ryan Davis, so y'all set the comedy zone in Charlotte. That's my boy. He keep having me on this show, and I appreciate the love. We had a ball last night. So shout out to Hear Me Out podcast. Go go check him out. All right, y'all, we're going to get into these uh, trending topics of the week. So, first of all, the biggest trend topic, in my opinion, is our girl Coco Golf. She won the U.S. Open, 19 years old. Shout out. Yes. Good job. Hey, man, good job. Good I, was, job. Uh, awesome. I was happy. Congratulations. Nice yes. win for her. And like you said, she only 19, so that's that's excellent. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope she builds from that, and I hope to, you know, uh, see her more in the future because 
let's be clear, man. When we see some color out there on that tennis court, it just make us watch because otherwise I ain't watching. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually in it and I'm be like, I'll be in it. Like I'm watching her like, let's go. Right. You know, so right. yeah, big ups. And they showed the video of her um, watching when Serena won when she was a little girl, when Coco was a little girl. That was so cool to see the full circle of her actually being in the stands and then being on the court. That was like mm, so cool. I didn't see that. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah. There okay. was um one there was one part of that match where they went like 40, 40 um hits like back to back. Like it was very, very, very intense. Yeah. Like for 40 hits, yeah, like yeah, it was back and forth. It was like, you know, I don't know how y'all find yourself watching golf, but I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. like that, but, yeah. but yeah, nah. Yeah, Shout they was they was doing that thing. She was doing it. All right. And then the best time of the year. Football is back. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all watch any football this weekend? Of course. Um I did. I watched a few games actually. So of course I watched the I watched the Eagles game, Eagles and the Patriots, the Ravens and the Texans, who Cowboys and the Giants. Um, yeah, watch that one. Whew. Well, that wasn't much to watch, right? Man. Um, and the Jets and the Bills. I watched oh, that. my God. Look, I didn't get to watch that, but I was because I was on a podcast last night. When we turned, when we got done, we turned the game on. We was like, oh, man, it's over. Aaron Rodgers hurt. And I, I kind of right. like, they won. So I had been I had been watching because I really wanted to see what the commentator said about, you know, their favorite quarterbacks. And, you know, that's Josh Allen, Joe Burrow and um, Herbert, because, you know, they all oh these the the best them, the three best after Patrick Mahomes. And they all uh, Herbert didn't play that bad. But Joe mm-hmm. Burrow and uh, Josh Allen stunk it up. Big time, like yeah. big time, and I was, I was hope, I was wondering if they was gonna clown him, but of course they didn't, you know. But um, right. clearly, Stefan Diggs knew something that we didn't because uh, <laughs> Josh Allen, he said he didn't like the direction of the offense, and clearly that was horrible. So yeah, maybe he was on to something. I'm gonna need there to be a mercy rule in the NFL because watching that Dallas and uh, Giants game, I'm like, Dallas, is y'all gonna do? I mean, Giants, y'all gonna do anything? Like. Yeah. And then something a little bit just you know, you know. and they was call- <laughs> they was calling your boy uh pennies daniel pennies <laughs> no. he, he don't walk to the bank they done finesse y'all out of 160 mil because uh he can't yeah. do nothing out here <laughs> that, that. but yeah um it was yeah that was that was horrible that was so disappointing to watch that game yeah um and then my but, eagles uh, that was painful i'm like what are we doing yeah, offensively, I know I know the weather was bad, but still, offensively, just defense looked good for the Eagles, yeah. but offensively, they just was not together. And, you know, this is our first time playing a game. They didn't play no preseason games at all. Right. None of the starters. So, I'm like, y'all better go. And we lost our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator from last year. But y'all might have to get it together because that was unacceptable. They, if they would have lost out with the door, we would have they ass. Okay. I want to see if the Jets going to pick up a, a veteran quarterback since Aaron Rodgers is out for the year. That's crazy. That's crazy. Bring him in to be kind of the savior of the team. He played four snaps. That's a wrap. He 40. He 40. Yeah, he, he 
and you got money like that, and you 40, I, I don't see how you come back from Achilles tail. No. Yeah. Them young dudes be having a hard time coming back from that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how you come back from that. So, hey, man, go on, hang it up. It's all good, brother. Yeah. Wish you the best. All right, y'all, we about to get into our one icebreaker topic. And I thought this was a funny topic because I think we feel like we all grew up in the same house. <laughs> For black people, like we all got the same thing. So I just want to go, I want to hear what some of the uh, crazy superstitions that were handed down in your family, like that they just believe, like you better not. Don't put your purse uh -oh. on the floor. Yeah, that was one. Yeah. <laughs> like, Walking barefoot, you get a cold. I don't know if y'all had that one. Or had lights on when it's raining outside. Oh raining. yeah. Turn all <laughs> that. Go lay down. Yeah, it's raining outside. It's yeah. well, if it's raining bad, turn all the lights off. Turn the yep. TV off. And sit still. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah, you like. Yeah, Vaughn, don't sweep over my feet. <clears throat> of course, we all yeah, know the uh, New Year's eat black eyed peas and collard greens and all that. <laughs> and still in the project, still broke. Love still there. <laughs> um, what else? Oh yeah, for oh that's what Javon. That is a good one. The first person that come in my house huh? on New Year's got to be a black man. Yup, my grandma yeah. said the same thing. Well, I, I didn't hear that until a few years ago. Yeah, I never heard I that. Had, Yes. I didn't hear that till like maybe five or six years ago, and my best friend was like, "Make sure a man walk through your house first, and he he gotta have some money in his pocket." And I was like, yeah. "I've never heard this before." My grandma was adamant about that. Hmm. Washing your clothes before the New Year. Don't bring no dirty clothes into oh, yeah. the New Year. You gotta wash everything. Okay. Weird yeah. stuff. Nobody thought to think like, "Yo, y'all, we still broken and, and unlucky." <laughs> Boston, she got stuck outside because my mama won't let me in. <laughs> Gee, mama playing, playing. Oh, don't split the poles. Oh, yeah. Right. Don't, don't step on cracks. Don't split the pole. Don't step on cracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you dream, well, I don't I, I, I believe this to be true, but I don't know. If you dream about fish, somebody pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's whole, um, pregnant. Your palm inching. <laughs> you getting some money. Getting some Don't money. scratch it because it's gonna go away. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't scratch it. Come here. You want to be on the podcast? Come here, my son. Come on, come on. Because you won't come here and bother me with these fake tattoos on. Bend down so I can see. <laughs> Why? Stop. Boy, get out of here. Get out. They feel like a grown man with these on. You look like a grown man without the tattoos, so <laughs> you just big. Yeah, I can't think of no more. I think that's oh yeah, yeah, your ears, yeah. I always heard if your ears are burning, somebody talking about you. Yeah. No, I um I, I think I heard something else with the eye jumping. Somebody talking about you. No, I think I had something else. Uh -huh. With the eye jump and twitching. I See, can't you got a bump on your tongue, yep, you lied about something. Yep. Dang, yep. Bob, you grew up in my house? Yep. Yep. <laughs> that one was big. What you been lying about? <laughs> yeah. What you been lying about? Yeah. Bump on your tongue. I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? Um, we weren't even allowed to say lying. We we had to take nope. telling stories. Nope. Yep. Tell lying. Lying. Yep. 
You had to say you telling say the tale, telling the story. You couldn't say shut up. You couldn't up. say line. You couldn't say shut up. You had to say be quiet. Mm-hmm. If you don't say <laughs> God bless you, God bless him or her after you compliment, after you compliment, you are going to eat. Huh? Okay, that's in Puerto Rican. I don't know about that. If you don't say God bless him, her, after you compliment, I'm guessing compliment them, you are giving the evil eye. Oh, so it's like you being shady. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, you look nice today. It's God bless you. I don't know. But you, you don't know. say the God bless you part. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> oh, don't wear white after Labor Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I ever followed that one. Yeah, that, and that actually came from uh, rich white people from back in the day. If y'all don't know the story behind that, that was a I did know the story. It was a status thing where if you were white after Labor Day, they, they deemed you as poor because mm. the white people put their their white stuff up for the winter. So in New Orleans, they have dirty linen, like at the end of this around this time of year, and instead of like an all white party, but everybody wears like creams and all that. Mm-hmm. So I guess that ties into it. Yep, but okay. I learned. I learned it from Cereal Mom. <laughs> you know what, Drina? <laughs> oh my God. Baby, that white lady scared me. I was like, I, I ain't never gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that damn lady, that mom on uh, Mommy Dearest with them wire hangers. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but uh, I'm trying to wait for our last guest to get here, but um, he said he's about to log in now. So I can start introducing our special guests so we can get into our good juicy topics. I'm well, excited. If you want one more, we can um go ahead. We, need to, we can talk about uh the strawberry letter. Um oh. real quick. We can uh touch that one before we introduce them then since you uh oh. yeah so, it's been a bad week for radio shows. So I did y'all hear what she, you know, what she said and what she was recorded? So tell I, I heard it. Tell the guests, they may not have heard it. So Steve Harvey's co-host, not sure if y'all watch the Steve Harvey, I mean, uh, listen to the Steve Harvey morning show. Um, but, you know, the lady that reads the strawberry letter, um, she was talking to her, you know, strange husband who is in jail, been in jail for about a year. Well, they recorded a conversation that she had about, Steve Harvey to him. Um, and you know, she said she really said things about Marjorie mm-hmm. more than you know, she didn't really say anything about Steve. It was more or less like basically Steve being scared of Marjorie, Marjorie run him, Marjorie run the house, that type of thing. And she basically feels like Marjorie's the reason why maybe they're not as close as they used to be. Um, and so I, I so at first I, you know, I listened to him and 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 I really had to go back and think about it. Wait, but she also said that Marjorie oh. treats them like the help. Yeah, she treats them like the help. So clearly, there's a conversation that Steve and her probably need to have. Um, that I'm pretty sure she she probably never told Steve that. So that's a conversation that they need to have. But mm-hmm. I had to think about it in the context of have you ever said something, you know, that probably wasn't pleasing it wasn't that bad but you haven't had that chance to have that conversation or you haven't told that person or had that conversation with them but then you know believing because like this is your significant other 
I don't think what she said should be an issue of them being able to come back or, you know, kind of squashing it and kind of talking through it. It's kind of hard because of what she said about the significant other, but I still think it's a conversation that could be had because it's one thing if she would have said like, man, I don't really rock. I mean, I work with Steve, but I don't really rock with him like right. that. That's something that to me, you can't come back. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, because we've all been like, you know, you might be, dang, Adrian got on my nerves today. What he said, that was crazy. But that's not, I mean, we all get on each other's nerves, right? But now, if you was like telling the ops, man, I don't really rock with Adrian like that. I don't even know why I talked to him. And then you hear yeah. something like that. To me, that's like hard to come back from, right? But you're yeah. saying like, man, Adrian said something that really got on my nerves today. And I, I think the bigger conversation is because I believe that Shirley Strawberry and Steve Harvey are very close. He, he right. actually walked her down the aisle for her wedding. Right. And I clearly she, had to, she come to the house, right? Which she, right. she mentions that. Like being at Steve's house, like, oh, I couldn't do this because Marjorie don't let us. Cause, and that's where the whole help thing comes in. She treats us yeah. like the help. Um, I think the bigger conversation should be, Mark, Shirley, why didn't you feel comfortable enough to tell Steve that? Right. Like, I don't understand. I'm like, yo, I'm glad we, I'm glad Marjorie here because if she was here, we wouldn't be able to get the tour. Like, I would have right. did it in a dorm or something like that. Tour, yeah. yeah. She treats us like the help, you know, so... I hope it doesn't hinder their relationship. I hope it's a conversation that they can have to kind of clear it up and and get better. But I know some, you know, with some people, man, especially when you're making money, it'd be hard for some people to kind of let stuff go, you know, um, and get over the hump of that. Well said, how did a private conversation become public? Because they were on a jail phone. And yeah, somebody ain't nothing private like, in jail. <laughs> they came to jail though, because they, they, they were saying like, that's not anything about a crime. So why would somebody, somebody leaked that, so. So somebody leaked it. I, so, and that's another thing. I don't know how, you know, is if that's an issue. Because I, of course we know if they was talking about a crime, right? You definitely can leak that because you're talking about a crime, a crime and uh, things that happen. But we know people have conversations all the time and those never get leaked. Yeah. So it's like, oh why did this get leaked? Cause it wasn't really, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't really that serious. So how did it get leaked and why did it get leaked? Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know Steve been in the in the news lately for situations with his wife, right? Um, so I don't know, man. Somebody trying to trying to get Steve up out of here. I don't know. That's oh, yeah. too much money, too much influence. <clears throat> I agree. So it it would have been different if if Shirley went on like a show and was talking junk about them. She yeah. Right, right, right. That, yeah, that's different. Yeah. But, you know, it, it just kind of seemed more of like a little frustration in a conversation that she hadn't had with Steve yeah. and, you know, just kind of talking to her significant other about it, which I don't think, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, she didn't say nothing about Steve for real. Clearly, there's yeah, a disconnect no. between her and Marjorie, but she don't work with Marjorie. So, right. yeah, somebody definitely got paid for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can bounce back and clear it up. And Right. Know. It is. Well, we have a panel of guests that are waiting to come on and talk. They talk, tell us what they got going on. And um, y'all gave me a dissertation for these uh, introductions. <laughs> so y'all pray for me when I read all this stuff. <laughs> I will start with the lady first, the ladies first. Her name is Miss Tori Bishop. She is a native of Pensacola, Florida, and has lived on the coast since 1999. She's worked in advertising sales for over 20 years and is the current advertising manager for Lamar Airports in Biloxi Gulfport. 
She is the mother of four beautiful children, a current board member of the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber Board. She loves to plan events and attend them. And she loves deep, good conversations. Y'all welcome Miss Tori Bishop. Hey, Tori. Hey. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. We got enough, missed another golf coasting. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with uh my buddy Mr. Fred Malloy next because his is nice, short, sweet to the point, and I love it. His name is Fred Malloy. Uh, he is the creator of Bro Let's Golf, he's the co-owner of Mark X 11 clothing, and he is a 20 plus year IT professional. He's a genius, y'all. Don't let him fool y'all, Mr. Frederick Malloy. Hey, Fred. Hey, what up? You too, you too modest, man. <laughs> okay, everybody. What's now, y'all get ready for this um novel I'm about to read, okay? <laughs> oh, hold on, let me drink some water before I read. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all think I'm joking. <laughs> Mr. Daniel Breeze, he is an accomplished professional with 25 plus years of experience leading personnel and optimizing resources involving domestic and international programs. He has served in various positions of increasing responsibility within various U.S. government agencies, departments, and private sector companies. He is a veteran of the armed forces, having served 11 years in the U.S. Air Force. Aim high. He, is, he has a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, several associate's degrees, and multiple certifications in the fields of law enforcement and security. He is the father of a, of a teenage son from a previous marriage, dedicated partner to the woman he loves, okay, and brother to, to family, some by blood and some by choice. His hobbies include practicing martial arts, non-competitive shooting, reading, writing poetry, working out, and traveling internationally as much as his bank account will allow. Y'all, welcome Daniel Breeze. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hey, y'all, I appreciate the love. I appreciate the love. Look, hey, somebody asked me for a bio. I gave him a bio. <laughs> definitely Air Force. He's definitely Air Force, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I appreciate y'all having me. Thank you much. We are so happy to have y'all. We're excited to hear about y'all experiences. We're going to get to our first topic, y'all. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Let me get my life together over here. That that, that dissertation took me out a little bit. Oh, <laughs> All right. First question. Are there rules when arguing with your significant other? We're going to start with you, Tori. You go first. Well, we're going to start with me. Yeah. Um, I do. I think there are rules of engagement. Um, when arguing with your significant other. Um, one is respect. Um, two is listening, um, because I think oftentimes arguments are miscommunications. And so, um, you know, if you're not, if you're in your emotions and you're not listening to the other person, y'all are going to stay disconnected. So it's really important to just take a break, you know, get out of your feelings and really hear what that person is trying to communicate to you. So I would say that's probably my two rules. Okay. What about you, Fred? Uh, definitely. So my, my outlook is always, if we're going to have a conversation, I've had a conversation for resolution. That's just not, 
let's just not argue or or have conflict that's just ongoing like we're having conversations so we can get to the to the quarter problem so that it may not go away every day but at least things will start to settle and there's no frivolous name that's my rules i mean i don't i don't like to do the yelling thing in. you won't get it from me man somebody kids cutting up Right. I've been telling mine to shut up. <laughs> I thought it was just me. <laughs> I'm like, it's going down. No, uh, I put my computer on mute, like, hush. Right. What in the world? What about you, Breeze? You know, the old adage, all is fair in love and war, can sometimes apply. So I say it like this if it's a relationship that you want to continue, oh. then yeah, there should be some ground rules as far as engagement. Uh, just because that hurt that you cause with your words can be long lasting and it can disrupt what you have. Um, but I will also caveat that with saying it depends on your partner. If y'all have the type of relationship where you can get both barrels, no, no holds barred, then that's what you operate on. So, you know, it's, it's definitely not a one size fits all type of situation. You got to be in tune with the person that you're dealing with. Um, me personally, yes, there's got to be some ground rules because where you take it is where I may go with you. Uh, and so if we go on that journey, uh, to, I, I'd say we're going to be logical. We go to crazy town. So we're going to have a logical conversation and we got to keep it 100, make some sense, use some points. Cool. If we go to crazy town where bears ride unicorns in the combat, then <laughs> hey, we, we can go. So um, it's not my preference, but that's what you need. So breathe. So breathe. It sounds like you want all the smoke. Hey, if it comes to that, if she takes me to like invited, and we go in there, right? Because you, you took me on this trip, I didn't have to come. But we here now. Oh my God, Breeze is not playing with y'all. Hey, don't, don't don't give me no first class tickets nowhere. You ask me if I want to go. <laughs> oh my God, Drina, what you think? Uh, never go below the belt. Um, don't go for the jugular. And I hate arguing. I don't like. I don't like confrontation. So if I say I need a break, I just gotta walk away. We can come back to it, but I can't. I can't go at it for too long. <laughs> so that's mine. Adrian. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely think there's rules because. I don't care what you say. If you say something to me crazy, like I don't forget it. And I'm not going to take it as, you know, we was in battle and you said some things below the belt. Like, nah, you said what you meant and I'm going to take it personal because that's what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't play them games. I'm not going to say something to hurt your feelings, you know, just to say it like, no. I mean, if I say something to hurt your feelings, I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings when I said it. I was just telling you the truth. And I think there's a way that we say things, right? But no, I don't, don't talk to me crazy because I'm not going to talk to you crazy. Let's just have mm -hmm. a discussion. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't have that type of discussion, let's let's take a five, 10, whatever we need to, and then come back. But I have a rule. Don't say nothing that you don't mean. Because mm -hmm. if you say something that you don't mean, I'm going to take it as you meant it. And mm -hmm. you ain't going to be able to come back from it. So. Yeah, my take on arguments is, can we please argue about the issue? Once you start going for personal attacks, then that's my, I'm done with it. Like, cause I'm trying to figure out how we get here. This is how you really been feeling. Cause we supposed to be talking about the issue, not how you, how you feel about me. 
Because why you ain't tell me that before the issue came up? So I have a problem with that. Like people aren't mature enough to have an actual conversation or argument about what we are doing about. Because now you, to me, I feel like you've lost, you're losing. So you're going on attack mode. And now all bets are off and you just going for whatever. Everything below the belt, everything is disrespectful, is attacking me. And then it's, oh, I was mad or I was stressed. And now, oh, I mean. No, because everything I say, I mean. So I'm not going to say anything unless I actually mean it. So if I said it and it was me, I meant that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it. So you can't tell me you ain't mean it because I, I don't process stuff like that because I said it on purpose. Mm-mm. Ain't no Adrian, you a Libra, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, we operate like that. We, if we, I said it, I meant it. That's why I say, like, don't don't say it and you don't mean it, because I'm gonna take it as you meant it. Yeah. Yeah. You always take that second. You always take that one second to think before you say it. I'm the same way. If I said what I said, I meant exactly what came out of my mouth. I'm not I'm not taking it back. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's it. And I think men, most men are better with that pause part because I ain't pausing shit. I'm saying what the hell I got to say because you pissed me off and I said the shit and now here we are. And I done give you all a ticket. The flight, come on the plane with me now, Breeze. Let's go. (laughs) So I will say, you know, uh, depending on your partner's communication style, so I'm I'm a bit of a smart ass. I'm a bit of a joker. So I may say something that got half energy to it just to kind of get across uh, the messaging. So, you know, if I said it, I might have meant half of it type situation. But once again, that comes with, you know, knowing your partner in play, right? Because if, you know, you ask me questions and we arguing back and forth, I'm like, yeah, that's what that dress didn't fit right. Hey, I love you. But I'm just saying, you you started it. See? See, you got me in my emotions. See? All right. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, that's what I'm talking about. Now, how we get to the dress and we talking about the food. The food. I'm just saying. Hey, love and war. See, that's when I start with love and war. He likes smoke. He talking about somebody dressed like for real, and I'm gonna come back and say something for real. That's what actually comes into play. Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, y'all. We're gonna go to our next topic here. What are things that women do that they think is a turn on, but it's actually a turn off for men? I'm gonna start with you, Bree. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yes. Um, I, this one. So, I will say, so so I'm, I'm going to give you all some of my game now. Don't don't steal it now. So I, I always tell my my, love, my missus, I say, hey, there's four things for me, right? Feed me, um, make love to me, entertain me, and let me rest. And some of those can be done at the same time. Use your imagination, right? So when you operate, uh, women operate outside of the bounds, a lot of times of those four things, which are the basic core for most men, I'm going to say 85, 95% of us. Um, so when you think you're doing my love language via your love language, it's not going to work out, right? So uh, perfect example from a woman's perspective versus what she thinks for a man. Uh, I have about 52 bottles of cologne. I'm done with cologne. I don't need no more cologne. I'm good. If you tell me I feel bad, there's other ways to tell me that. Just tell me to go take a shower. Um, but I'm good. So, so that gift-giving portion of your love languages oftentimes is, is operated uh, from, a, from a, a woman's perspective of what she thinks her man will enjoy. When, to be honest with you, most men are just like, ask me what I want and get me what I, what I tell you I want, and we're good. Yeah. I, ain't, I, ain't interp- I ain't misinterpreting. I'm not making it up. Ain't no analogy. 
yes, I want a steak for that day and that occasion. Appreciate you. Give me a steak, cook it, serve it to me. I'm happy. But we know you want a pork chop for real, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my piece. What you say, Fred? So for me, it was mine. Mine is more the superficial stuff, like mm-hmm. the the overly the the very long eyelashes, <laughs> the lace points where you see the lace across the front. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, um, you know, the the the, 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 the huge bottoms. Uh, eh, I like natural. Mm-hmm. That's not really a huge turn on to me. Like, even you know, like they, you know, like the one thing they always be like, "Hey, do you want me to get in lingerie?" Me personally, naked is sexier to me. <laughs> so I don't. So certain things just don't grab me like that. So it, mm-hmm. I, I like. I like the moment so much to where just like just the more or less that superficial stuff I cannot go along with. That's why I, that's that's my that's my whole thing. So you want your gift without the wrapping paper? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy him no bag. He good. Listen, right. you, can, listen you, can, you can cover it up with a t-shirt, but don't don't wrap the bottom. <laughs> Straight to it. Yes. <laughs> what you say, Tori? What do you think women think is a turn on? But that, but maybe you Ooh, heard. I'm a woman. I don't know. I I really I have. <laughs> you never heard what what men say? They they don't think is. I mean, I would say I I would say um what I've heard from men is they appreciate more authenticity. I think a lot of times women try too hard. You know. Um, I've heard friends say that they've gone to the grocery store looking a hot mess and they'll meet somebody and they feel like they look a hot mess, but the men feel like they're beautiful because they're in their natural form, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes we can do too much. We just doing too much. Just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've definitely heard that before. I think that's, I think that's true though. Um, I think women, when women get the wigs and the, you know, lace fronts, whatever, the extensions, all that, I feel like they doing all of that for themselves because most men don't really care for it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like most men, if you ask most men, they're going to tell you that they prefer not, they prefer, they don't prefer that. You know what I mean? Women don't tend to listen. And that's the reason why it's like, man, I came in, I got on some jogging pants. You know what I'm saying? A T-shirt, and I come to the grocery store, and these dudes is telling me I'm beautiful. Like I'm basic today. No, you're beautiful because you're beautiful in your natural state. But I will say this: I do think you know, in this era of social media, and you know, when you have um, younger women that are, and and true, women my age too, they're looking at what men respond to on social media and what men respond to, you know, just in general they have that pressure to look a certain way because the women that they see men responding to got a lace front on, got some nails like, you know, out to here, got the eyelashes like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's like a, there is some contradiction there. They're not taking, they're not like taking them seriously. They're just liking it or sleeping with it. They're not wiping it. See, they don't see it that way. 
you but know, you, what they see is they're getting that shine. But you would really be surprised the conversation that guys actually have. Like when it's a group of guys just having a conversation, it's the total opposite of what you think it really is. What we actually like, y'all will be completely floored. All, all of that other stuff, yeah. look at it. But at home, notice at home is always something totally different than what you see them talking to in the streets. And, and Tori, they have naked. They're doing all that have naked too. And the and the men that are liking the quality of men that are liking these posts too. What I mean, that ain't that ain't really saying much. Because most of the men that are of quality ain't on social media anyway. Fred, how often do you check? So one, I know one turn off. I, I definitely want to hit on this one is, you know, the women that give buns for holidays. Right. So and that's the gift. You know what I mean? Buns for holidays. So meaning for your birthday, you ain't got no gift. Your, your buns is the gift. You know, for Christmas, your buns is the gift. For Valentine's Day, your buns is the gift. Like your buns is the gift. Gotcha. So no, we want a gift and the buns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you get and, short, and, and the buns. Debbie, this you, Debbie, you listening? And the buns. It's a it's a package deal. A package deal. <laughs> Boss that gave you the same from yesterday. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh my God. Yeah. But I think, Fred, I think you hit it. I've heard that the most from men who hate the lashes, hate the wigs, hate the fake everything. Like they hate all the fake stuff, period. Like they don't want any of it. The majority of men say the same thing. I think the issue there's a perception because if you go on social media, everyone that has the most followers and everything, that's how they look. But people don't realize that what you send on social media is maybe like what one percent of the population, two percent of the population. But it seems like that it's a large population. So in reality, people are reacting to it because that's the only thing that that is there. But like I said, if you go amongst a bunch of guys, they don't like it. Or at you all. just look at the people around you that you know that are with men. Look at what those people look like. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add to the artifice piece, too much makeup. I don't know what makeup tutorial women watch that <laughs> is like, got a foundation, got a base layer, got an eye, got a cheek, got a forehead, got a temple underneath your neck, your nostrils. It's too much. I've seen beautiful women become ugly because of too much makeup. Yeah. So you think you, you're trying to get to some level of Kim K, a combination of Rihanna, and you just come out looking like Bozo. It's too much. <laughs> I can't. I can't put you on my pillows now. I, I can't push you. <laughs> it's a different color. It, it's just. It's too much. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, Breeze is choosing violence today. You're me. <laughs> he on it. Oh, Actually, I just heard a podcaster today talking about that. So he's been, he's been talking to a girl for a month. And today was the first day he saw her without makeup. You don't even know what she looked like. He was like, I didn't recognize her. She looked sick. No, it's it's people, it's people like that though. I don't know about y'all. It's people that I know that you know the first time I seen them without makeup, I'm like, you all right? Like, 
<laughs> it looked almost half dead because it just looked so pale and lifeless. It's like, okay, you okay? <laughs> this is the very reason when I do photo shoots and when I do film, I'm like, uh-uh. Only thing you're doing to me is eyes. That's it. Don't put no makeup on my face. I don't care what it's going to look like. I better have a good camera because I'm not doing it. You won't have many people outside. I didn't even know that was you. Yo, no, I, I see so many people. I'm like, yeah, Adrian, you know the. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back and look. Like I ain't tripping. Like, yo, I, I swear to God, I done seen people in the gym. You know, cause you, you, if y'all in the gym, you know the gym work can be super, super small in your in your area, and so of course y'all typically see each other in the gym. You follow each other. And you might not have seen them for a couple months. So you're like, oh, they ain't, they cut. And they must be getting in good shape. And then you run into them in the gym. You got to pull the phone and go back to the <laughs> IG. Like, there, there is a reason why the makeup industry is a yeah. billions and billions. Of <laughs> they have sold women a bag of goods. You think you're doing something to turn a man on, and it's not the thing. Mm -mm. Hey, that's a shame. Lord, ladies, y'all got to do better. Well, some people got, like, if they don't, they ain't going to get what they looking for. So they got to do something. He's going to see it at some point in time. Right. <laughs> if he stick around long enough, he's going to see the real you. Just go ahead and give it to him. Oh, man. Don't yeah, tell I, me I, but I have. I've seen some people that, that I've seen. Kids, man, I'm trying to tell y'all. Oh, I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought because I'm trying not to kill you, boy. Courtney, you ain't lying. Them angles be serious on them selfies. Oh, they had that deep angle that make you like get that flat stomach. Ooh, be playing. Yeah, they be catfishing for real. Hey, man, them, the, a lot of times they don't be angles. Them be they done reduced by six inches. You know, added and took six inches for the waist, added six inches to the butt, and you like, you got to come in person, and you like, you gut it up. Like, what we, hold up now, your picture, this ain't you killing these dudes. I'm here, you okay? Come <laughs> in the house one way, go in the bathroom, take a shower, come out a whole different person. I feel like I can even call the police. Right. And it's the same with the um with the filters. Like they won't even take a picture or video, nothing without a filter. I'm like. But it's ain't nobody saying nothing about these men with the little these men's um, is doing it too with the fake hair the, line, um, the um, long beard. Oh no! Who oh. said that brother's face? Oh, we like, only, we hey, only we, when you call your police report, you can come up with a description. We can talk about that too. Yeah, get on. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about the grip down the face. We can talk about it. I see some dudes with some with some filters on when they be recording too. I just saw Tyrese with a filter on. Did y'all hear what Breeze just said? Breeze, I need you to repeat that. Breeze, what'd you say? Oh, oh no, I was saying look, a brother looked the same. I said you can still give a police report, you can still describe him. Just had an artist drawing with less hair. It don't matter, it's the same person. <laughs> For a woman, you gotta have she was, I think she was half Asian, Eskimo. Indian, uh, German mix. I don't know what it was. She had different eyes. She had red hair. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but she was black, I think. You don't know. <laughs> you put your eyes. You don't know what she is, right? But I had social media women uh, who were like getting like um, getting jumped on for like coloration, right? 
where they mm-hmm. where they, they they tone so dark their makeup and their tan that they try to present themselves as black women or women of color, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just a, a unheard of thing, right? This is the thing because our culture is so popular right now. Mm-hmm. You have these million dollar women who are just trying to morph over. So once again, you think it's a turn on, you're just being, it's artifice. You're just faking it. Mm. Mm. This is hilarious, y'all. I'm sorry. Nah, hats are in. Meanwhile, they still getting paid, Kardashians. Mm. Right. Yeah. And they some straight culture vultures. Yes, indeed. Y'all get hat fished in this day and age is your fault. I'm just saying. Facts. Facts. I need you to take your hat off. Look, I need you to move around on camera. We video chat, and I need to see. I want to <laughs> like you. Now for the ladies, I'm not trying to say like we going to an event. You know what I'm saying? We gotta go to a ball. You know, it's a it's a a, a, a cabaret or something. I got it. You know, that's the time to get all pretty fancied up, little little extra makeup. You know, we understand the occasion, but we going to Popeyes. What are you doing? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why you got four shirts on and Denny's? Oh my God. You don't even want to give them a hug. Why are you four different people? You don't want to give them a hug. They hug you. They put their (laughs) head on your shoulder. No, bro, you can't touch them. It's not going to happen. That is terrible. I would hate to have to live like that. I couldn't do it. That's terrible. Listen, I I don't even see, like, you got to be watching what you touch. Like, when you got all that on, I I ain't got time for it. Right, it's too much work. work. Well, y'all, I have a video for our next topic. Uh oh, uh, Mm. this topic got the I I didn't expect the men to act this way in the comments when I posted this video. Hmm. I was shocked. I was shocked. Here it goes. My husband told me on our one our our second date because I'm like telling him about the alpha males that pursue me and they, they come after me and why aren't you doing that? And a strong woman like me would l- respond to a strong man. And he looked at me with a very calm <laughs> face. He said, I'm a masculine man. I'm not an alpha male. He said, alpha males are hunters, but they're not keepers. He said, I'm a keeper. He said, but masculine men will always stand behind. Tom is a a, a masculine man. Masculine men will always stand behind alpha men who are always talking and toting and bravadoing. He goes, and we'll just wait for them to run out of gas. (laughs) He said, but we don't ever try to get in front of them. It's not our personality. He said, but we're the ones that's always there for you when you're crying. We're the ones that's always going to support you through your hard times. But we're also the ones you're always going to step over to get to the alpha male. He said, because television polarizes and and displays and honors the alpha male. He goes, and there's I have nothing against them. He said, but there's a whole group of beautiful men called masculine men. And we're not aggressive and we're not bravado. And we're not going to billy club you over the head and drag you back to the cave. That's not our personality, but we will just be there for you. Fred, what you got? I agree. <laughs> because so so it's almost like the um what is it? The um the nice guy finished last kind of situation mm-hmm. to where because you're nice doesn't mean you're not masculine. And that's the whole issue. But most honestly, most of the alpha males, quote unquote, 
they got Napoleon complex. That's mm -hmm. the issue. They everything they do, they gotta have their chest poked out and yell about it, stomp their feet, rah 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 rah. But at the same time, as a man, just standing, just just standing on your word, doing what you're supposed to do. You don't because if you notice, most Afro males they speak strongly. Everything gotta be gotta be spoken with a vengeance. That doesn't make mm -hmm. you. That doesn't make you. That doesn't make you so much say a higher tier of a person. So in my eyes, I kind of I kind of agree with what the guy was talking about. But at the same time, um, the guy that she's talking about, that's the player too. He he's a slow walker. I'm gonna <laughs> let the alpha male yell and scream. I'm gonna lay back, I'm gonna chill, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you mess up. Now I'm gonna scoop right on up and have a have her under my arm. <laughs> and treat her right. That's how it works. It reminds me of you. Go ahead, uh Breeze. <laughs> Right, we're keeping the buck. We're keeping the buck, right? Uh, that's cap. That's bullshit. Uh, oh Lord! But I not concur. Um, but but let me let me be, let, let me be more precise, right? I don't, I don't right? So can I have a world of alpha man? Because who would follow? So I get the logic. Everybody can't be an alpha. As far as being a masculine man, yes, you can be a masculine man. You can be respectful. You don't got to be loud and brash. You can just be who you are, playing the cut. I'm with that, too. It was more the description of what an alpha male, quote, unquote, is supposed to be that I have a problem with, right? Because I use the app description. Uh, nature knows what a lion is, and it doesn't know its name, Right. The monkey don't know what the lion's name. They don't know to call it a lion. They just know that thing over there is dangerous. I'm not going to mess with it. So all alphas don't have to be loud and brash. They can just be. Right? Now, if you're not that, cool. Play your lane. <laughs> to the comment about the player side of it where, you know, hey, I scoop you up. I get it. But in the long run, you're dealing with an alpha secondaries. Because whether he messed up and let it go, or whether he didn't want it, that's kind of where that plays out. And I don't like that perspective either, right? It's not the fact that the masculine man is playing secondary to alphas, right? We're individuals, we're men who are, I'm a, I'm a straight heterosexual male. I'm not going to comment and throw everybody in the same bunch. My point is for a man who claims to be a man, you don't have to denigrate an alpha male to make a masculine male seem more pertinent Right. As men, we, we all have our importance. So that's where the cap and the beat bullshit comes in for me. Right. It's just it's more like clickbait. Right. It's a title. So we're going we gonna, I'm going to call myself alpha to get the looks and the likes. And I'm going to denigrate the alpha to get the looks and the likes. You know who you are. and You know what you are. If you don't fit one of those categories, I got it. But there's no reason to drag anyone, masculine men or alpha men through that conversation. Right. Her point was the fact is that her man is there for her. That should have been more the description provided versus uh and if if he said it, that's what he said. So that's my take on it though, right? What you got, Adrian? So yeah, I'm I'm kind of like Breeze. I don't the only thing that I have is her description of what an alpha is. And I don't I don't really agree with that because when I listen to what she said, right? Basically, what she described was let's 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 use terms that's relevant, right? A rapper, we know boastful out there bragging talking reckless crazy and it's like 
but we really worried about the people that standing behind him more than we worried about the rapper. You know what I'm saying? If the rapper was by himself, ain't nobody scared to run up on him. But but it's them dudes, them big boys that standing behind him that's gonna have you like, ah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna just walk on over on this in this direction. And to me, that's what she was basically saying. Like I'm that dude that's in the cut. Like I ain't loud, I ain't boastful, but I'm here. I ain't no punk, but. I don't really think an alpha is a punk. You you know what I'm saying? And how she just kind of broke that down and explained it. I think that, yeah, I'm not, I, I can't really say that. Cause it's like, like an alpha is a boastful, bragging, braggadocious, kind of like I'm loud, I'm in your face. And I don't think alpha men, when I think of an alpha male, I don't think of a braggadocious in your face, like always making, pumping his chest, like making himself be dumb. I don't I don't see alpha men like that. That's what that's lions do though. If you're uh, gonna use the lion analogy, they be out there hollering, ah, you know, I mean that's what they do. So if you're gonna say, you know, but, in the lion they? alpha, they do. But do they? All the time. I mean, yeah, they do sometimes because that's just they trying to get the attention sometimes, <laughs> but at the same time, you see lions walking around and, and if you know, you know. Here. If you know, you know, they can just walk through, you know, you know. Not all of them are like that. It's a logic that applies for females too. If a woman is artificed up, wig up, dress up, clothes, cleavage out, she peacocking. So what? She an alpha female? She got it? No, that's just part of it. But that's not the only way in which a woman can present herself as strong. So once again, it's just a it's the typecasting of what an alpha male is that I had the biggest problem with. Yeah. I, I think also the, the biggest issue is that right now the word alpha male is like a buzzword. So a lot of these men are labeling themselves as alpha men, alpha males. And I, I think you can be both. You can be alpha male and a masculine man at the same time. I don't think there is one versus the other one. You can be both because if an alpha male is just my presence and a masculine man is who I am and what I do, then I think they probably go together. But I think the biggest disconnect is that right now, all these talking heads on social media with the buzzword being alpha male, everybody thinks that's what they are because mm -hmm. like now I, now they're putting their own definition behind it. And that's where you get the, well, I think I wanted to put Woe's um, definition back up on the screen where he was like, that's not an alpha man. It's the description of a fuckboy. Yeah. It's the loudest one in the room. They're usually the least dangerous. And they actually have to tell people that they're alpha male. Like he said, when you walk in the room, people know you're alpha male. You don't have to say nothing. You command that attention. They just know that you're the natural leader. People gra gravitate towards you, and everybody know who in charge. You ain't got to say it. But I think the bravado of like how she was describing it, that's somebody's personality. I don't think that's like the definition of an alpha male. That's just who they are, how they are. But. I don't know. Come beat, your beat the chest, baby. Beat it! No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that ain't sexy. <laughs> Alpha men are masculine. It's not. <laughs> Please, Billy Club, me. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to go to our question of the week. Uh oh. Adrian, did you, I think I saw some, some buzz on this one a little bit. Yeah, I did. I ain't even coming. <laughs> <laughs> Why do men feel so unappreciated? Because I, I believe. We asked this question and then the, the women answer and we're like, 
this conversation. <laughs> so why do y'all think men feel unappreciated? Fred, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna start with you, Breeze, because you you like oh, you know, you, oh, you, 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 you do that. You with your bag. You know, I was I was just having this conversation with someone uh, not too long ago, uh, a couple of days maybe ago. Um, I think it's because, um, and I, I can only speak from my viewpoint, my perspective, right? I do so much to be the the rock for my family and my loved ones, right? I, on, upon which our our generational uh, wealth, uh, education, ideas, concepts can be built upon. So I'm a workhorse, right? I ain't no show pony. Right. I'm, I'm here to get it done. Um, I give as much as I can uh, to my partner. I pay attention to wants, likes, desires, needs, etc. So it's almost like I'm putting the, the, the bar so high. Um, I, I don't necessarily need you to jump to meet it. Um, all I need is acknowledgement. Right. Of the effort that you know got put into it right so you know when, when things are squared things are taken square i don't it's a pat on the back for most men that'll be enough it's a thank you baby kiss on the cheek we're good women you need flowers you need the anniversary dates the holidays the, the valentines the everything y'all need it big I, I go back to men, most men need four things so for, for for the most men men who are taking care of their business now we ain't talk about no punks. We ain't talk about no suckers. Men who take care of their home and their business, um, bills, car maintenance, yard maintenance, whatever need to be kids, support, et cetera, right? We're not getting that that pat on the back. And it's not because we expect the world to give it to us. We know the world don't give a shit about us. It's about home giving us that acknowledgement, right? Just, just a thank you. Uh, now, I come up in a gentlemanly way, meaning that, hey, I open doors. Um, I cook, I clean, I do laundry. These are things that I am I expect myself to take care of. Um, but the same way that a woman would want to be acknowledged for th doing things that supposedly fit into her gender-specific role, men are the same. Um, we don't need as much, but we need some. And so that's when we get to that unappreciated point because when a man is taking care of business, it becomes a norm. Yep. What happens with norms, people get complacent. Meaning that you forget to say thank you. You forget how much effort it took for that to get done. If I'm working overtime to buy you your bag for your birthday or for Christmas, you don't you, you you forget that extra effort I put into that. It just becomes he takes care of business, and that's what I'm used to. So you want to see that dynamic change real quick? Slip up. Don't do something. You're gonna hear all about it. So I, I it's a, it, there's an adage, right? Uh, there's a math class in school. Kids are doing multiplication. None of the answers are correct. One of the answers is wrong. The teacher goes, what's wrong with this equation? The kids go, that one, teacher, you messed that one up. You messed that one up. That You messed that one up. So they don't pay attention to the nine things that they got right. It's the one thing they got wrong. And that's kind of where men fall. We can get it all right till we go wrong. And then that's what you're going to jump on. So we need to be pat on the back, pat on the head, rubbed on the butt. When, we, when we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, same way we're going to do for you because that's a good relationship and we can keep it moving. The The generalized nature of the question or a stereotypical nature of the question kind of, I guess, lends to answering it 
in a stereotypical way because all women and i just saw somebody comment that mm -hmm. all women don't need those things everybody's love language is different you know um some people like gifts that is their love language it makes them feel special that's not mine i mean i like it but that's not something that i require um i feel like you know quality time and conversation are things that i appreciate more and i would say that um making someone feel appreciated goes both ways you know um in a relationship so you have to be giving that appreciation and respect and that woman will give that back to you if you're dealing with the right person and if if she's if you are feeling unappreciated then that's something that you know y'all need to have a conversation about um but i just don't think all women you know can be judged or put under an umbrella just like we don't want to put men under an umbrella behavior either right Mr. J said unappreciated for the sensitive man. He's saying y'all sensitive. <laughs> he talking about y'all. Y'all cry. It's bad to cry, right? That first y'all alpha, now y'all sensitive. Nah, that, that man single. <laughs> that, man, that man is a alpha male. I guarantee you. He one of them ones that say he an alpha male. He got nah, a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope. what, what you think? Nah, I'm I'm like him. I mean, for, for real, <laughs> for real. Like, so I'm I'm gonna speak on like real situation. Sometimes when you raise the bar very high, it becomes an expectation. Uh. Not realizing that you ever hear you ever hear women say, "This guy has potential, but he's here." I know people and <laughs> that that are at the ceiling. The woman they're with no longer really appreciates it. It's like he needs to do another dog and pony show. She expects these things all the time, not realizing that if you leave this man, 50% of that stuff goes away. So, I mean, it's 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 the small things. Just a thank you. Like I said, a hug. Like, just say, hey, I appreciate you. I see what you're doing. That's that's all that's 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 how I read that question. Not not really like, you know that every man just going unappreciated because <laughs> we just had this conversation you see mr j in the comments he on it i told you he on it yo he's sitting right there by himself on the computer. <laughs> some corn chips typing <laughs> oh my god what i what i gotta do with this i ain't even saying <laughs> right right <laughs> Right, but um, you know what you did, Adrian. Drina, what you think about the men feeling? Um, so I saw the post, like the original post before Adrian made this the question of the week, and I'll take when I when I was looking at it, I said, this person, like y'all said, he's been that he's been that rock for his family. He's been that provider for years and years and years, and I think that. I think maybe you do get used to somebody doing that. And I think that in the beginning, like you gotta you gotta let your partner know, hey, you know, I need I need to feel appreciated. I don't feel appreciated, like I'm providing all these things and I don't ever get a thank you. I don't ever get like you know, I don't ever get anything. And I think that's how it leads up to them to a man probably, you know, feeling unappreciated. Like it's gone on for so long. 
but it's because you've been that provider, you've been that rock, you've done everything that you thought that a man was supposed to be for his family, but never, and I don't know if it's because, like, yeah, people should just give you, like, show appreciation because it's the right thing to do, but sometimes people feel like if a man doesn't show his emotions or talk about his feelings, then it doesn't matter to him. So I don't know if it's maybe those feelings need to be voiced uh, like more openly. I don't know if it's the person that you choose to do those things for. I'm not sure what it is because, yeah, I do see it. I see it with men happening where they've been there provided, they've done everything they, everything by the book, everything they were supposed to do, giving their family everything they didn't have growing up, you know, being that provider. And it seems like they always feel unappreciated. So I don't know if they aren't in the beginning, like nipping it in the bud or making it known then. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah. So Drina, I, so this is my thing, right? With me voicing it. Okay. Now it turns into a fake. Thank you. Because I had to bring it up. Uh-huh. I had to bring it up. That's like, that's like somebody sending you a text. How many times someone sent you a text and you sent it, you sent an LOL back and you never smiled. I understand what you're saying, and I and I agree with you. But I mean, on the have... flip side, why are you asking your mate to be a psychic? Like, how are they gonna know what you need if you're not communicating that? You no, know, you you do communicate, but at the same time, so when you walk through a door, right? Many, it doesn't matter what store or restaurant you go through, right? If a man holds the door door for you, do you say thank you? I do. Yes. That's my point. You automatically say thank you, right? That's acknowledging that somebody did something good for you. So it's the same thing, even so that means that you you're you've gotten bored with your mate doing all of these things for you, so you no longer appreciate it. Mm-hmm. it or it seems unappreciated. I think it's the I think it's the partner that they're choosing. Cause I think you have some people who aren't gonna be like that. Like right. you just said, they have they have examples of men who have held the door open for women and the women just walk by them like. What you want me to say? <laughs> but or like you have you have some women who'll be like, I don't need you to do- open the door for me. Like, you know, say crazy stuff. So I really just think it's the person. And nobody wants to think about, oh, I've put five, six, seven years into this and I've been doing everything I need to do. And then like, oh, well, maybe this person's just a bitch. I don't know. But it's like <laughs> some people, I mean, some people are just people that take yeah. everyone for granted, not just their yeah. men. In general, they take people for granted. You know, if somebody takes me out to eat I'm and they pay, I'm going to say thank you at the end of the meal because I appreciate them. They didn't have to do that, you know, Um, but everybody is not that way. I mean, I think when a man opens the door for you, it makes you feel special. You know, every every man doesn't. I've walked through a door and had somebody, you know, let the door slam in my face. (laughs) I mean, for real, I'd be like, dang, okay. you know, I so every I think it's depends on the person's personality yeah. and if they do appreciate things. Yeah, no, that's true. What say you, Adrian? I think men feel unappreciated because I think it's the same way where women feel unappreciated. I think the men that do the most tend to get taken for granted, just like the women that do the most tend to get taken for granted, right? It yeah. becomes an expectation. You know what I'm saying? When when somebody's been giving you their all, there's just an expectation for them to do it. You don't look at it as something that's abnormal, so to speak, or something that's that you're blessed. Some people. Right. And so you have these people that's consistently doing and doing and doing 
And then they realize, like, I, I don't know if you really appreciate what I'm doing because you're not really showing me in the way that I feel that you should, you know, that you appreciate the things that I do because what I'm doing isn't normal. This is I'm overachieving. So a lot of guys just want to have that recognition or, you know, and, and it's not typically a lot. It's like, hey, babe, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I like that. That's just sexy. Yeah. It, it could be something just that simple. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like you going crazy. It's just that acknowledgement of like, you go, boy. I see you. And that's it. Yeah, I, I think y'all all have some good points, but I think one of the major things is number one, picking the right partner. Because sometimes we pick for the wrong reason and then we can't figure out why they don't appreciate us because they some trash. Yes, yeah, it's like. Well, you led with money, you led with ass, and here we are. There you go. <laughs> Ain't gonna be much appreciation around here. So, and then also, um, we actually had this conversation last night on the podcast I was on, and the guy called in and actually asked a similar question. He asked, If I pay all the bills, I take care of everything, like she don't gotta work or nothing, but I still come home and she arguing about stuff. Like, what am I supposed to do? I said, That doesn't mean that. She feels validated because you pay all the bills. You're not speaking her love language. You are yeah. forcing her to be accepting of something that you're giving her out of obligation. And that's not what she needs. She may already have money. That may not be something that she required. Like she might want a hug. And you come home every day talking about I don't pay the bills. She's the, the, the hey. bathroom. Hey, she might she might need to buy an international translator. Hell with your love language. You better say thank you. It's not about saying thank you. If somebody is arguing with you constantly, you're not hearing them. It is something that's happening that's not being heard. It's just because women are more vocal about what they need and men aren't doesn't change the fact that we don't feel appreciated in the same way. So I think like there, like you really have to learn your partner. And one of the major things, especially for black people, is we gotta stop fucking our way in the relationships. We don't have no conversations, we just end up in one. Preach. So we don't know no love languages. We don't know nothing about appreciate nothing. We just ended up here and trying to figure out how did we get here. You didn't start what they the old folks say put the cart before the horse. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're working backwards. <laughs> I don't think men are doing things for validation. I think they just want to be appreciated. That's just like if a woman cooks a meal, you still want to hear thank you, like that was good or something. So I don't think it has anything with them wanting validation. Some people do need validation. Some people grew up in a house where they did not feel validated. So now they're in a relationship where they're seeking that validation from somebody. They need to hear it. They need to know that you that you value them. So it, and it depends on their childhood. Like some stuff yeah. is deep rooted and it's not because of you. It's because of stuff they haven't figured out or they haven't worked out. So, But if you're not having those conversations, which most of us don't, you're going to be in for a long haul. <laughs> and a lot of people can a lot of people pick on pick up on that whenever people do need validation they pick up on it and the like narcissistic trait of like withholding that validation like i know you want me to say this and i'm not going to because i want to get yep. under your skin i want to get a rise out of you mr j you okay you need a hug sir because i need uh, a hug. he seems a little and a drink Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it isn't just your other men overall are underappreciated. I think men, I, I'm not a man, 
but I, I hear them all the time say how unappreciated they are. I hear it all the time. But I also think if we if, like if you if you actually think about these things, y'all, for real, men in their 20s don't care about shit but sex. They don't care about anything but sex. For the most part, all they want to do is have sex. And the value in that is what? Nothing. So then when they get into their 30s and now they're like, shit, I need something valuable. Ain't really much value out there because you done ran through all these women and now you want women to be at your beck and call when y'all done ran through all of them. So now you got to sift through, try to find some really good ones that appreciate y'all. And it's slim to none. It ain't, it's some rare diamonds in there that's going to come out and appreciate you for more than just your money or what you can do for them. You're going to find a few, but if you ain't been, if she ain't been riding with you for a while, you're going to be skeptical of her. They just be in their 20s trying to perfect their technique. That's what that is. The hip thrust. (laughs) (laughs) Men have to really take a little bit of accountability for what they have placed a lot of value in. And now they can't understand why women think this thing is so valuable. Because you've been telling me for 15 years that this is all you want. Of course, I think it's valuable. Would you bring to the table this? <laughs> you ain't want nothing else before. Why you want more now? <laughs> I mean, what was I supposed to bring? I mean, that's what that, I mean, I'm just saying. That's a thought process. Not saying this is me. Just saying. But that's how they think. That's why women think, oh, he slept with me. He likes me. No, ma'am. Right. Just, this was good enough. Now it's not. What you mean? What you mean? What? Ain't got a whole stroll for nothing. But we appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, we appreciate the men. We love y'all. Yes, Smooch we do. Every time I see a black man, I be like, "Oh, chat." Thank you. Thank you. And it's I tell my son king. all the time. He's thirteen. I tell my son, "I said, listen, you are the most valuable person or entity on the planet. Every person, whether it's man, woman, Asian, everybody want a black man." You are the most sought after person on the planet. Hey man, say that one more time because I don't, you know, I don't know if they heard you. (laughs) The men didn't say it back though. We just said we appreciate you and y'all was quiet and said, No, I said thank you. you. I said thank you. Y'all didn't say we appreciate you too. See what I'm saying? We're talking about men. Man, I wanted to be about y'all, so I was cool. Thank you. And, and, and thank you. You know what I'm saying? And she, she let her let her get it out of her mouth first. We we before we reciprocate, let her get, let her let her get it out. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna come back. But you know, I wanted her to, you know, make sure that she harped on that those points. Yeah, I, I just I, I, I tell them all, I literally do. I tell them all the time. I'm like, from your seed that you carry, protect it. That is something that people are dying for. You, you can't get it at the sperm bank because it's so valuable. So don't just give it away. Make sure you protect it and you pick your wife on purpose. Q Angie black Stone, man. black brother, right now. <laughs> I didn't gave all I can give. It's over with for me. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> he done cut the faucet off on y'all. Hey man, I done cut the faucet off on him. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right, y'all, let's go to the next topic. You are crazy. All right, so the the title of today's show is Divorce and Back in the Dating Pool. So for my panelists, I would like to know how much has the dating world changed since the last time you were single? 
is it better or worse? Fred. Worse. Damn. That's a whack. You can't. You, you you look like a creep now if you approach a woman. She's looking at you like, why are you talking to me? You can't just you can't just introduce yourself. It has to be a dog and pony show. Everything has to be compared to what Drake is what Drake did for somebody. Oh. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, you really kind of have to like the like the lady said, where the guy the, you got the alpha male and the guy sitting sitting in the back. You kind of have to have that approach because the dude the dude that they see on Instagram. They think they can have them. Where the pool used to be your location. Where your city you was in, that was your option. Now, you see somebody that, you see Drake, you see somebody that lives in Africa somewhere, you think that's an option for you. So they want to make you work harder for or then you got, you got um, Mr., uh, what's the best word for him? You know, Mr., Mr. Knowledge himself that's on YouTube saying, look at my sister's value, know your worth. Take care of yourself. Don't let these men say these things. Come on, yo. They they playing game like your man. What's your man name? Um, right, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't say his name. name. He's a Baltimore, bro. You can't say his name. Lie. The one that did all that line. Who? Derek Jackson. Man. Yeah. Oh, Jackson. Damn. Oh, we don't. We don't that's you know, Between him and G Harvey, they made it even worse. Then, then both of them turn out to be liars. It's like it. If things can just go back to be to where you can just be yourself, just meet you. If we vibe, we vibe. We do, we do, we don't, we don't. It it, it is I so and the pool is kind of crazy. And then you know, then the baggage that these women carry. I'm not saying everybody, but it's a lot of them carrying a lot of baggage from their next relationship. They don't take enough time to heal themselves. And and be ready for the, the person that they meet that's probably a good person for them because they run them off. So I, I won't so I want you to keep elaborating because as as you guys know, and I'm pretty sure I can speak from it, this is something that we don't typically hear. We don't typically hear the male perspective when it comes to dating and how it's tough, right? It's typically from a woman, like, oh, it's pee in the pool, oh, it's horrible. But women don't hear men saying, like, no, it's it's hard out here for me too. So I want you to I want you to continue. I want you to talk a little bit more. <laughs> I'm just saying because you know what I'm saying. I, because when I say that I have friends or I know guys that say some of these same sentiments, you know, it's like, oh man, it, it you know, it, it's like, oh, he, guy, he he's single, he got his stuff together. Oh, he can have who he want. He must be gay. Oh, he must be this. He must be that. It's never like, no, I I've been out here and the the stuff I come across is is trash too. You know, because because they feel like it's just so many great women out here, and it is, but it's hard for men to find them them good women too sometimes. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I want to feel empathy. See, and here I, we go. I she ain't gonna let him. You, you ain't no, gonna let the I man talk and get hit, get I inside. Feel, I feel empathy, but the numbers, the ratio of men to women, is so much more in your favor. Just because you know, it's quantity does so, not mean it's so, quality. Right. That's that's the problem. You got quality versus quantity, right? It's a lot of quality. It's a it's the, the quantity is high. It's e it's easier right now to have sex versus having an actual wow. relationship. Okay, but have you I would say quantified your quality? What do you want? You know, um, 
So I'm I'm recently divorced. I was divorced last year. I'm back in a dating pool. I was married 13 years. Um, I, I mean, I've just, you know, dated, but I've been spending a lot more time working on myself and trying to figure out, you know, how to have a healthy relationship next time, you know, um, and developing what I really want next time in a relationship. Um, some people say you attract what you are, you know, I mean, I, I'm just saying a lot of the materials that I'm, that I'm studying right now, that's what they say. The energy you give off is the energy that you attract. Sometimes you are light and you attract things because you're a light. So people yeah. want to come into your light as well. So they'll try to suck that from you. But so, why would you let them stay there? But, but you also, I don't know. I'm just saying what you attract. I'm not saying what you, yeah. eat, what you attract. Let me comment on what you just said, right? I'm, I'm hearing what you just said. And I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm hearing you. You sound like a great person. You seem like a cool, cool person. But also in what I just heard you say as well, too, is I'm not ready. I'm realizing I'm not ready. And a lot of times women are great, good, but they're not ready. And it's until you start dating them that you don't find out that, like, this is a great person, great person. But she's not ready for what I bring to the table. And I think that happens sometimes because it, everybody that's a good person doesn't mean they're ready to date. And I think that sometimes we have to look ourselves in the mirror on that piece as well, too. Just because you're a good person does not mean you're ready to be in the life with somebody else. And see, I disagree. I mean, I would say at this point I am ready, but I'm a work in progress. I'm more um I mean, really, aren't we all? Have you arrived? Do you know everything about yourself? I, you I'm know? not going to say that, but I definitely arrived. I knew when I was ready. I definitely knew because I'm an intentional person. So I knew when I was ready and I made it happen. I can speak for myself. I I truly knew when I was ready. Like, I honestly and truly told a lot of girls, like, no, nah, I can't give you what you want. That, that was my term. I said, I can't give you what you want. I kept it all the way 100 with them. So when I decided to jump in there, I made sure that I could be there physically, mentally, and spiritually for you. So, so, so even, I guess the one of the things you have to look out for are the chameleons, right? You are the ones that are, that are retrofit themselves into your life. But, you know, I will say you have that one little red flag that you think is not going to bother you, but it'll be end up being the thing that'll break you up later. So, so, so even so, I actually commend you for what you what you said you're doing with yourself. It's so many women that need to do that. I call it the mirror talk, where you go and talk to yourself in the mirror and really look at yourself and say, what What did I do wrong? What am I doing wrong? How can I fix myself? A lot of a lot of women don't want to do that because they want to be right all the time. The guy always did it. So what you're doing that's huge. Which meaning when you meet your person. They got a diamond in the rough, but we all know how rare diamonds are. So, you know, you can't really compare yourself to the masses. Just, just, just say, you know, just say thank God for who I am because you're a diamond. So that's 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 the best way to approach it. But in terms of what's out there, man, garbage. <laughs> garbage golly as far as forgetting how it's changed since divorce i guess the biggest thing from a man's perspective was uh just a need to try to play safe 
and play games and 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 we honestly tell lies right no need for none of that right because you go through a marriage with someone for however many years etc and uh you know in a relationship a lot of times you do a lot of compromising if you're trying to have a good relationship a lot of you know watching what you say about feelings etc and then as you grow and you develop and you go through that that uh infernal of divorce separation all that you come out the other side and so one of the things that i tried to do was make a intentional decision with regards to how i was going to present myself so whether i was ready for a long-term situation whether i was ready for a short-term situation what i was looking for was some of the things that was absolutely present um in communications right so that way if you chose to stay whoever you be then you understood what it was um there was no lack of clarity um, there was never, I was always very cautious about you being the person being able to come back to me and say, well, you're different. You didn't, you didn't tell me who you were, right? Very honest and very open. And that's the thing right now, the world is going through this whole, uh, it's, it's kind of a mix, right? Because the, the apps are whack, but the apps aren't really about establishing uh, those type of relationships. Yeah, it can happen over the internet and things like that. But the biggest thing that's changed is the fact that just that organic meeting of people, right? Now we have so much internet, so much connection. Uh, I can talk to somebody 3,000 miles away. What happened to you going around your local coffee shops, your, your local bookstore, where you, you know, your, your, you know, pub, your bar, where you hung out, and that's where you saw or met somebody, right? Um, you know, now you meet somebody on a business trip, you begin a long-term situation. So for sure, the ability to reach others it's probably the most significant thing that has changed in the modern dating world. Uh, on top of that, it's just the hookup culture that's present right now, mm -hmm. right? It's 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 about a so when it was about body count, I said, how in the hell do we ever get to a point where <clears throat> it's, it's body count? Now for men, keep it one hundred. Younger dudes, that was a thing, right? We just smashing it going. To be honest with you. A lot of men could have could have told you they body count 20, 30 years ago. Now it's like they're keeping count. And then flip that on his head, the women are doing body count. So, you know, before masculine environment, patriarchy, call it what you want to call it, there was an expectation that the body count was not going to be as high. But with women's liberation, the way everybody moving right now, that's not the expectation. Women is free. Women is, I can be what I want to be. I can be a big dick energy, uh, big pussy, whatever it is, it's out there. So women women are, are, are acting like men, right? And, and because of that, men are retroactively starting to get more sensitive and feminize themselves, right? Because of the way things are going. So as far as the change in the dynamic, that's an ultimate shift, right? We ain't talking about socioeconomics and none of that other stuff. It's just how we're presenting ourselves. You know, it's cool to wear skinny jeans now. I come from a generation. Hey, there was a question mark behind your name. You came around some skinny jeans, bro. That ain't how it worked. But that's stylish, right? So it's not, it's old, old dudes doing it, young dudes doing it. It don't matter. So just a narrative by which we present ourselves for modern dating culture, hugest shift that I think any of us has, has seen. Uh, for sure, different 10 times, 10,000 years different from our grandparents, but uh, maybe 100 times different from our parents. Uh, you know, some of us have parents that grew up in the, you know, the, sexual liberation 60s 70s they did some wild stuff so when they got a comment on what's happening nowadays it's just it's insane um the over sexualization of young folks um the 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 lgp 
LG alphabet soup transition of things. It's just really changing the narrative. The landscape of dating has completely changed, right? When you go somewhere and you got to make sure that 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 person you're looking at was is, is the same designation as their birth certificate. It's scary. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. For us, and, and that's men or women. That's men. Hey, women, women. Hey, don't don't sleep. Oh, the dude you're talking to might have been Jill, now Jack. For real. Right. I just right. saw a video the other day. I was like, dang. Yeah. Uh -oh. Oh, but, yeah. A lot of stuff that he's talking about, what I hear is trauma. And I would say that, you know, being single now, I move different. The questions I ask are different. Uh -huh. um, I ask about how you grew up, your relationship with your parents. Um, have you been through trauma? Have you addressed that trauma? Because I think a lot of times people bring their past experiences and relationships into their relationship and it becomes toxic behavior because that's what they saw growing up as love. You know, their parents cussing each other out. Um, I don't want to do that with my mate. You know, um, I'm big on therapy. You know, a lot of people and I would say in our culture, like, you know, especially men um, don't want to deal with that. Um, I find it very attractive when I can talk to a man that's like, you know, yeah, I've dealt with some trauma and I've been to therapy or I'm open to going to therapy because that means that, you know, you want to have a healthy approach to your relationship. So that's what I mean when I say working on myself is I don't want to bring baggage. I don't want to be the bag lady in the relationship. So, you know, a lot of times that takes doing the work yourself, but then I do move different in terms of what I'm looking for in that person too. Have you done your work? Cause I'm doing mine, you know, but I'm 48 now too, you know, so I'm older and wiser. <laughs> this guy. What do you say now? Once I get their real name, I'll pull them up on the internet and check their arrest record, if any. So if you got to do that, it. that's a red flag, brother. I've never done that in life. <laughs> that's a whole red no, flag. No, no, no. Hey, I'm, I'm going to give Mr. Jason credit on this one. I'm, I'm going to hold him up. So come, coming from my background, uh, if you did not know, just wherever you wherever you live, state, county, uh, you can throw somebody's information in, in uh, case search. Find out they got bankruptcies. Find out they just sued somebody, get sued by somebody. I'm not, I'm not above and beyond it. And I think the the we lose track. You don't know who you think. You don't know that person. Um, and it could be months. It could be potentially years before we know that person. So her credit, she's asking questions. Now, we can take that a step further and go, what are the questions you're asking? Right? Um, and for women, especially for women, your safety is the utmost importance. The most dangerous thing to a woman in a car accident, it ain't a gun. It ain't a, you know, a COVID. It's a man. So, and, and, and as much as I counsel and advise women, I advise men the same way. Get to know who it is you're really talking to. And if you, so to hit, to Mr. J's credit, if you find something that, that conflicts with what you've been told, it's, it's, that's a decision point for you. You can bring it to that person or you can move on to the left. So I'm not going to knock his hustle on that one. That's actually a good recommendation. 
First of all, the first red flag in the comment was once I get their real name. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. But Pookie ain't in no more. Hey, oh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who he dating. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a red flag. A oh. big red flag. <laughs> Like she How long did it take me to get the real name? Just call me uh, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh from Chocolisa. Alright. Alright, y'all. I'm about to play another video for our next topic. Um, I think Adrian, you might have sent me this one. Let's 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 see what y'all think about this uh this conversation. <clears throat> cooking and cleaning. I'm just going to keep it a being with y'all. We was cooking and cleaning before we met y'all. We had to make ourselves a meal and we had to clean up the house before y'all got there. Meaning that's not the things that we only and mostly need you to help for. You know what I mean? And women don't understand that a lot of time. They think that's the foundation. They think thing. bringing that to the table makes them valuable. I promise you. Sex, cleaning, cooking, that shit don't make you valuable with men. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. I said, but make the value. But that's not the the make or break mm -mm. for most guys. At all. It ain't. It's how you support us emotionally. Being his peace. Being that peace. Those things are the like those are the most important things for guys. We living in a time where we all know how to. I know how to cook my own. And do it. Do not do. Is it appreciated <laughs> when it's done for me? Absolutely. Right, right. But I know how to do that myself. I want you to give me something that I. That sometimes I might not be able to give myself. Correct. That's that's what it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that just that support and that believing, you know, believe in me, that type of emotional support. It's exchange of strength and weaknesses. Yep. Exchange of strengths like, and weaknesses. Yep. Build each other. <clears throat> Breeze, what you think? Hey, it's a good clip. 100% on point. Uh, only thing I can add live to it is um, it, it goes back to that whole uh, unappreciated type factor for men. Um, I just think that we we hear the narrative so much with regards to what a man is looking for or what you bring to the table. I hate that question. That's a that's a it, to me that's a dumbass question. You got to ask the question: Why are you there in the first place? Um, but I think it the point of it is not to necessarily have to ask the question, but the the answer should be presented forward in the courtship phase, in the representation phase, and definitely the relationship phase. Um, so men and women can cook, can clean, and can make money. But the complimentation that you find in a relationship is 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 even more than love language, so to speak, right? Because from that perspective, I tell, for, for me, like I'm the idea guy, right? I got a, I got a million dollar idea every day I wake up. Uh, but I have a partner who's like, yeah, baby, that's not, hmm, it sounds cool, but, but, but it's, it's not going to work out. So that's that balance of helping me be realistic and understanding, but never challenging my thought process to be visionary, to be, uh, inspirational. Right. And that's a support situation. Um, so it definitely goes into valid to not just validation, but into setting a, a smooth foundation in the relationship. Because the same way from a, a, a man's perspective that I want to be supported is the same situation in which I'm going to try to return that favor um, in supporting you and your endeavors, et cetera. And I'm not just going to be like, well, I pay all the bills, so 
you don't need your shoulders rubbed when you had a hard day. The bills is paid. What you want to rub your shoulders for? That's not the conversation, right? The conversation is you had a rough day. Hey, let me let me rub them feet for you real quick. Tell me tell me about it real quick. Um, and that's the same thing from a man's perspective we're looking for. It, and it doesn't have to come in a, a material sense. And especially when a man talks about emotional intelligence or actually communicating there, a man who is capable of communicating his emotions, um, you can't you can't use that against him as a weapon, uh, nor can you make him feel soft for being able to express that. And that oftentimes, unfortunately, is what happens. Um, and that's just something that we all need to be more cognizant of. Men need to be able to express their emotions more, but women have to be cognizant to not make that man feel lesser than for actually being able to express his emotions. And sometimes we fall into old traps real quick because, you know, you fall into that old monarch, you know, man, man ain't, man's supposed, ain't supposed to feel nothing. He's supposed to be tough. You know, rocks don't cry. But yeah, but that ain't how it works. So I, I completely understand the video, completely agree with it in that regard. What you got, Fred? I mean, I agree. But, um, like, the, the, the cleanliness part, that's like a deal breaker for me. <laughs> like, if you ain't clean, I cannot be with you zero, like at all. Like, uh, I got a, I got nightmares of that. So that I, I can't deal with it. But can I cook? Yeah, I can cook myself. I can clean myself. But you can't come to my house and stay with me, and I'm gonna do all the cooking and clean on my own. That's my whole. That's my whole thing. And and then you make a, a entire mess the entire time. But as far as just you know. Is it something you gotta bring to the table? No, but if I stay in my house and you stay in your house and I go to your house, your house ain't clean. What's the chance you're gonna clean for me when you get to my house? Zero. <laughs> so, you know, for me, like I said, the cleaning part is really a deal breaker. I don't care about the cooking because a lot of people can't cook, but I can deal with everything else. What say you, Tori? Um, I think it's a partnership. I mean, you know, I'm not a fan of these roles, you know, and expectations. Um, I will say that I'm a pretty busy person. Um, I do like to keep my house organized, but I have a housekeeper and I, that's something for years that I didn't think, you know, was, we don't do that, you know, and a friend of mine that is a busy entrepreneur was like, girl, I got a nanny. And I was like, man, I'm going to try that. So yeah, I have somebody that comes in every couple of weeks that helps me out. You know, um, while I'm out doing other things, if I'm with someone, um, I think that we can share the responsibilities around the house um, financially, you know, all of it. I mean, it's a partnership. I don't necessarily need a man to take care of me in that way. However, I don't want to make him feel like he can't take care of me, if that makes sense. So because I know with some men that that's, you know, that's a big thing. They want to feel like, you know, that they're bringing something to the table and protecting you. And so I don't want to make someone feel like, no, nah, I got this, you know, no, nah, take care of me and I'm going to take care of you, too. You know, and I think that's the way it should be. Um, but I don't want to sign duties and chores. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grown. It's sweet Tori, you're sweeping the floor, okay? <laughs> no. Hey, no, I want to see Tori go out there and watch the car. Oh, right. Look, <laughs> I'm driving to a car wash. No, 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 no. 
Really? Drina, what you got? Um, I think the reason that people, women talk about it so much is because, like you said earlier, like, is what has been talked about for generations. Like, can she cook? Can she clean? Like, and can we have sex? Like, so that is what a lot of people feel like. What else do you want me to bring? So now, if there's new requirements, if the bar has been moved, like you got to let these people know because for years it's been okay for them to just have those things. <laughs> yeah, Adrian. Hey man, y'all on y'all own with that. I'm uh, I, I appreciate all that cooking, cleaning. You feel me? Like I I, I like that. I, I look for that. So. I could cook, but I don't want to. I don't like to. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanna, I wanna go out and, and and get the bacon. I guess maybe I'm the type that's banging on my chest. I wanna bring it back. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want that. Like I want that type of support. I want that type of love because I'm gonna run through the brick walls for you. That's just me. I believe in gender roles. You know, I believe in the old school. I believe that just helps us, and I feel like we need to get back to that a little bit more. Um, but like I said, that's me. You know what I mean? I don't expect anybody to subscribe to my way of thinking or how I feel about it, but I don't care either. So, uh, yeah, y'all do y'all. <laughs> and that's why you you chose the wife that you chose because it works yeah. for you. Yeah. If that worked for you, you know. And I, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Adrian, because I do like the roles because I ain't cutting the grass, I ain't washing the car, I ain't putting right. them together, I'm not fixing nothing, I'm not cleaning no bugs. I ain't doing none of it. I'm, Me no. neither. I'm going to hire people. <laughs> well, I want the man that I lay next to to get up and do it. I got I'm somebody he come my yard every week, every two weeks, thirty-five dollars. I want this man. I'm that, if, I look, if, I'm, if I'm in a relationship, you got somebody to cut your yard every two weeks. Only thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five. I got a Amen. membership to the car wash. I drive through the car wash every week. Now I do have to vacuum it out and wipe the little stuff down. You know, I do that, but I'm just saying, you know, I need to move back. A lot harder. I need to move back to Mississippi. <laughs> well, I'm going to get on. If I'm in the house, we live together. I want him to do all the work. I don't $35 every two weeks. And let's not get on the Instapot. Woo. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Insta, Instapot meme. <laughs> yes, what's what's Instapot? Yes, sir. See? See? You put your beans in there. You put your red beans and your seasoning in there. And, you know, hour and a half later. Uh, you got a uh, whole meal. No crock pot. Yeah, crock pot is eight hours. Instant pot is like an hour and a half for red meat. Ah, that's new to me. I know. I know. I know crock pot. I know. Yep. Yeah, I I I'm with you. I think it's Sharon Rose, but one thing I don't I don't want my man in my kitchen. Don't touch my stuff in my kitchen. So I don't want nobody in my kitchen. I'm like that, Didi. I'll say, going up in there, burning up, yeah. baby. Hey, I, I'm with traditional roles, but I think some of those were toxic, and I think some of them need to be looked at, right? So, the expectation that a woman's role is to cook, clean, and bear children is something that we should look at. Um, the well, expectation you can't bear children, brother. So, what you mean? Look at? A woman's role to cook, clean, and bear children. Should be reviewed, right? No, we it's out a different time. Hold on, a take, the, take the bear children because we can't bear no children, brother. So, no, a woman's role, a woman's role. Try it one more time. The expectation was a woman's role was to cook, clean, and bear children. 
should so the be overall reviewed. idea you mean you mean okay oh you're saying overall because i'm like we can't push out historically that box worked when you could provide for a family on one income it that that, we're, that is no longer the case scenario in most, in, case. in most locations maybe mississippi still but i think it, it works can I finish my thought? So my point is, is the men role as far as protection could provide without assistance or help should also be looked at. So my point is, some things from a traditional standpoint are still valid, and we do and deserve to be re, re uh, revamped, right? Brought to the to the current events, and then other things we need to look at and go. You know what? It does make sense. She can work. She can't vote, and in some cases, she can make more than me. So you know what, baby, go get the bag. But I would pick up. I would pick up any slack left over here. No problem. But where are we revisiting these? That they should be revisited in your relationship. Nothing is great. That's my point. So somebody was making a comment: fifty-fifty roles, no more gender roles. No, no, no. I like some of those gender roles, but the other yes, things, every everything shouldn't be brought forward. Is my point. Some things can remain. Other things should be re-looked at. I think I think there should we should do away with first of all relationship experts. I don't think anybody's a relationship other than in their own shit. They shouldn't be telling anybody what to do. And I think whatever works for you works for you. Amen, yeah. sister. So, like, I don't hey, man. Look, hey, a lot, 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 lot of highly paid people get psycho, like psych, 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 psychological degrees, psychology, psychiatrists, doctors, MDs. I can't say nobody's an expert because if that's the case, we we'll have to disqualify everybody. Everybody is not an expert. No, I'm here for couples getting therapy, but like you trying to tell me that I should be this way in my relationship. Look what happened with Derrick Jackson. I don't think he had no MDs behind his name. Uh, no, but, no, but now everybody's a relationship coach, a guru. He had a couple STIs before his name, but I don't think he had nothing after his name. It's dumb, but yeah, your boy. <laughs> and I think people need to choose the right partner. Stop picking the wrong partner. If you want a partner that like to share, pick some. It's somebody out there that like sharing. If you want a partner that's monogamous, it's somebody out there that like monogamy. If you want a partner that's poly, they like like pick the person that fits that. Why are you trying to force people into something that they don't want to do? It makes zero sense to me. I don't know. Sometimes people can catfish, though. You know, they will pretend that they're one way and they're really not. So, I mean, yeah, just like Fred mentioned earlier, there was a small, you've seen something that raised the eyebrow, but you ignored it. Nobody come in just completely like, oh, no, they, they did something. Like, oh, I'll give them some grace. And that grace came back and slapped you in the face. <laughs> but the grace was a red flag. It was a red flag. You should have left. Adrian said, I think Adrian said he gave three red flags. Oh, you give him three? From here on out, it's one. So, yeah, three. I had, you know, three dates. So, typically, I mean, unless, like, the first date is, like, super crazy, right? I mean, of course, if it's super crazy, it's like, ah. But, you know, first date, I kind of give you a little grace. You know, some people are nervous. Some people, you know what I'm saying? They trying a little too hard. If it's just okay, like ah, I'm not sure, you know, yeah, I would give you another date. If the second date is better, then okay, cool. 
Now the third day, third day now, you should be who you are. Like you should be comfortable at this point. So that's what a real evaluation gonna come in at. And if it's is eh, I'm good. All right. Peace. Three dates. One red flag, I'm done. <laughs> I just because I, I just know time, that one red flag is the one that comes, it's, it's gonna come back and get you. Yep. You ignore it and, and you're gonna be like, dang, I should listen to that red flag. Yep. Because here we here we are, could have saved some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just think about just think about any day you anybody you ever dated, it was something that happened. And if you would listen to that one red flag, you would have saved yourself a whole lot of time and heartache. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I might well, I might let one go, but we're gonna talk about it. That's your one. That's your one. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna come back to get you. I promise. Just read, just think, just remember back in the day, it happens. Mm-hmm. But y'all, this is the part of the show where we will let you guys tell us what you got coming com- coming up. If you want to promote anything, we want folks to follow you on social media. Let them know where they can come find you if you want to promote an event that you got coming up, a book, or whatever you got. Let the folks know. Breeze, we'll start with you. Oh, this is going to be real easy. Um, nothing. Uh, I came on here. My brother reached out to me. Uh, hey, I, I volunteered my time. Uh, I probably got some explaining to do after this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, buying, some, some dinner cooking. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm a man, but uh, you know, still. Uh... <laughs> oh my god, you are funny. Hey, there's probably gonna be some conversations. Like, invite me to the next one, we can recap the conversations after this. <laughs> but you like that smoke, though, right? Hey, you know what? Well, here's the thing I'm gonna be real honest with you. I tell people, I, I've said all the time, I need a 5149, I need a partner. That female, that that guy got that feminine energy, 51% angel. But damn that 49%. Woo! Mm. <laughs> Woo! You it, you I go lie. Hey, I like a little bit of crazy. I just got I just gotta be crazy. It's it's not stab him while he sleep crazy. It's more like, you know, scratch his car. Bust your window out. Awesome. No, 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 Keep the damage below 500 threshold. Oh, so just key it. A small, small section. Small, I can go to Lowe's, I can buy the little paint stick. Oh small my section. God. But, but, I, but I know you meant, I, look, I know I hurt you though. So. Are you sure? You Are you sure you like reevaluating your choice? Hey, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's working me this far. So once again, I appreciate everybody. Thank you. Nothing to promote. On to the next. What's what you got for it? Oh, nothing. Just um, I got this little thing I'm trying to build up called Grow Less Golf. Um, it's 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 kind of like like building up an online presence, just uniting like just the golf community with uh, amongst my you know my friends of all shades and colors. Um, and the clothing brand behind it, and my other clothing brand, Marks 11. Um, check us out, marks11.com. The site is up and growing, so that's about it. Okay, okay, what you got, Tori? Well, me and Drina actually um, have something to promote. We are um, co hosting with another partner of ours an event called Gulf Coast Brunch Festival. Um, it's going to be November 12th. 
We got a stellar music lineup. Um, we have um, some great food vendors that will be there. We did this event last year and it was a great vibe. So if you like brunch and good music, um, this is the event for you. Uh, you can get more information at www.gulfcoastbrunchfestival.com or hit one of us up. Right, Jarena, you got anything to add? Right. Okay. <laughs> definitely, definitely Gulf Coast Brunch Festival. Um, I'm excited. We we ruffled some feathers last year. <laughs> we we made some people mad. They even created their own event to go up against ours, but we won't promote theirs. But yeah, we're excited. Uh, we're looking for, yeah, we're looking for uh, more food, uh, a few more food vendors, but we have all our musical lineup, and I'm excited about that. Look, this year we're going to send them bottles like Charlemagne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What you got, Mr. GC? You know, same old, same old training. Uh, actually training a company, helping them stand up their organization. So I'm helping them build their culture. So I got some exercises that I'm doing with them um, this week. So, yeah, it's pretty fun. They really enjoying themselves. And if anybody need training, coaching, anything of that nature, hit me up. Uh, gentlemanscouncil.com. I got you. I'll let you boy. Check my website out. I need some home training. Hey, know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Listen. <laughs> Dee, what you got? I'm sleepy. Um, I have uh, next Saturday, I will be doing my annual photo shoot in Miami. So y'all be on the lookout for those. Uh, Pray for me because I'm scared, but it's okay. I'm going to get through it. Um, but it, for y'all who don't know, I do an annual photo shoot every year. They go viral. It's crazy. This is how I get lots of bookings. So I do these extravagant, over-the-top photo shoots. Last year, I did it with a live tiger. This year, I'll let y'all know what it'll be when it comes out. So, um, on October 7th will be my um, Athletic Hall of Fame induction ceremony for my high school for track and field. So I'll be back in my hometown, Bristol, Pennsylvania, to, get, to do the ceremony. And um, I think I'm praying, I am hoping that we start filming again uh, next month for the film that I am in on Netflix called The Fallen. So be on the lookout for that to come out hopefully soon. Um, we'll be filming episode two and Netflix picked up the pilot and we're just waiting to start filming again. Be doing big things, sister. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And um, as y'all can see on the screen, the audio version of the Breaking Barriers podcast will re-air tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Black with No Chaser Radio. So please download the app if you have not downloaded it. If you missed any part of the show, you can listen to it on your way to work on the app or you can watch it on YouTube again. Make sure you subscribe, turn on notifications on YouTube. Make sure you tell the people about the show so they can go subscribe as well. And um, if you'd like to donate to the Breaking Barriers podcast, our cash app is scrolling across the bottom of the screen. If you want to be a guest co-host on the show, let us know. We'll bring you on. We love guests. And if you have any topics that you want us to talk about, please send them to us, DM or instant messenger, and we will talk about it. We appreciate y'all guests. We thank y'all for coming and spending some time with us. You guys were awesome. And we are out. Thank you. Thank you.